0: What is going on, everybody? My name is AJ Capasso. I'm here with one of my best friends, Dylan. This is your show. Tell them all about it.
1: Well, guys, today we got a special guest here with us. I believe was her name, Lori.
0: Lori Potvin. Potvin.
1: She's
0: a she's a medium. I believe she's from Canada, and uh, I could be wrong. She might she might yell at me for that, uh, but I she think might. I'm right. But uh, she anyway, might. Yeah, she's probably, she'll beat me up, definitely. But um, if I'm wrong, but uh, no, I'm just joking. She's a great lady. We've had her on Talking with the Source. She's an amazing medium. She's a Reiki healer. She does tons of different stuff. Um, she was on Paranormal Survivor, which we will be watching the episode tonight with her so that she can dispute anything that's been fabricated and tell her side of the story of what really happened in her life. So, let's bring her forward real quick. Hold on. Lori, how are you?
2: What? What up? Good. How about I? How about I'll do? I'll tell people who I am. How's that? It'll be easy. So I'm Pop and I was late. So, the poor Dylan, I, we just met each other for the first few minutes when I came on. I am a Canadian. I'm a Canadian spiritual medium, a crystal Reiki energy healer. I'm an Akashic Records practitioner. I'm a spiritual teacher and mentor. Budding animal communicator, uh, well-studied near-death experiences, and had one myself for over, uh, studied them for over 40 years. And I'm a registered nurse and a podcaster of two shows on UFO Paranormal Radio Network, otherwise known as UPRN.
0: So basically what she's saying, everyone, is she has more time to do more things. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) More time than we got. Yeah, more time than we got. Shit. But, you uh, think so? No, not at all. Yeah, I. Feel I only on sleep
2: about two or three hours a night. Let's put it that
0: way. Me too. Me too. Yeah. My my insomnia doesn't help me, but then I'm up working anyway. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Screw it.
1: So Absolutely. Totally
2: I have to thank you for having me on and I said this to AJ that nobody has ever done this and I love the fact when you suggested why don't we play the episode hey Julie how's it going I'm gonna give Julie a shout out you're looking for an amazing animal communicator and shamanic practitioner Julie is your lady she's helped me out personally in so many places check her out she's a great teacher I took my animal communication course with her as well so it's Julie Jean Bassett is her name well, That's Julie, what it was.
0: Jean, Julie Jean not to interrupt you real quick I want to let her know that If she's interested on in coming on And would like to share her story Or anything like that I'm sure Dylan would love to have her on Because we're looking for all types of guests right now To come on this brand new show of his So it would be great to uh, you know Have her support him And him support her And uh, you know I hope we can make it
2: happen Absolutely, it would be an honor I will help you Sorry, Sorry Dylan, go ahead Sorry
1: Oh no, I'm just saying it'd be an honor.
2: I have lots of people I can connect you with, just like AJ, when you've been doing it for a while like this, right, AJ? Yeah. I was going to say, sorry, and I have a bit of a delay, so I got to remember that just to stop. I don't know if it's being way up in Canada or what, but I'm so grateful that you guys had this idea to play our Paranormal Survivor episode. Mm -hmm. Because you're right. There was a, everything we said in the interviews was true, but they definitely. I'm not saying this ungratefully. I'm I'm glad they shared our story. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It'll be nice to go through it.
0: <coughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm so, very. Before we waste any more time, Dylan, you have any questions for Laura Lee before we start?
1: Uh, real quick question: What got you into being a like what What was the first thing that got you to being a medium? Like, I understand it's a natural thing that comes to you, but what was the first thing where you realized?
2: Okay. So I've had the paranormal around me my whole life. My first paranormal experience, I'm 58. I'll be 59 in August. I was four years old that I can remember when I was eight. It was one summer we moved into a brand new house built from the ground up. The ground was broken for that particular house. And from the time the snow melted until the time, it, st- it fell again. 3 a.m., I woke up unable to breathe completely blue every single night. They thought I had asthma. I don't think that's it was asthma, knowing what I know yeah. as a nurse. Anyways, whole reason why I got into this. I've had strange and unusual things happen to me working as a nurse as well. Um, I would know things, but I wouldn't know why I knew them my grandmother on my dad's side apparently knew down to the second when her third son died in a motor vehicle accident so it runs that, on my side oh
0: oh that was oh it's so freaky cuz i have that happen now and i'll speak about that later but yeah i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about when you say that and that's such a freaky feeling to know well
2: you know? i wasn't alive my dad good french canadian a Roman Catholic family was one of 17 children. Apparently my grandmother was pregnant every year for 25 years. So he was in the middle sort of lower end. So he was about 12 when it happened. And sure enough, when she stood up at the dinner table and said his name, according to what my father used to tell me and say he he was dad. And my grandfather apparently told her to not be so silly. Sit down, you're being ridiculous. And I guess the police showed up an hour and a half later. And indeed, it was right when she had said it, it happened.
1: That's so, absolutely crazy.
2: So yeah, I, anyways, what happened? I know it's crazy. So what happened was, before we started having the extreme paranormal experiences we had in our previous home, um, I was going to get my first tattoo years ago. And I always say, what tattoos and angel cards have to do with each other? Nothing. Yeah. But the lady that I became a friend got talking and she said, you have two very special children. And I said, well, all kids are special. And she said, no. And so she was, I know it's a long answer, but there's a reason why I'm explaining it all. Yeah. So she, she said, can I do something with them? And I said, well, as long as you're not going to hurt them. And she took these crystals. Her- she's banging them all around them and she said what do you do Long story short she went in the back and handed came back with this box and handed it to me and uh, i said what do i do with it she said you'll know and i said well you'll when... know she goes you'll know it was angel cards so i started taking wow. angel card i got my certified angel card reading course and anyways after the experiences through my home i discovered. Rediscovered, if you will. I think all children have these gifts, really young children, and that's how it all started. It's a long story, but that's kind of it's been with me my whole life, basically.
1: Hey, that's that's really wild, though. I I know I know yeah. a couple people like that because I got like a guy on my team, who goes by the name of Johnny, and he's an empath, and he he tells me some crazy things before they happen, um, just things that he feels, and it's just having those having those abilities is something definitely wild. I think we all have them. I think we do too. You just got to find them.
2: My friend,
0: sorry, not to interrupt you. My friend, Steve, who, you know, Laura Lee, who's the other co-host on talking with the source who is barely on because of due to financial things in his house that he's fixing up with his wife. Um, He hasn't been on in years, but um, he makes his appearance once in a while. And he will call me up out of the blue and be like, dude, spirit told me you're having a rough week. What's going on? And I'll be like, How in the hell did you even know that? Like, you have no, like, don't give me the spirit crap. Like, how did you know? You know what I mean? And then, like, he's like.
2: are good friends of mine. So, I I know them well and I agree with you. Yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. But such intuitive intuitive, uh, friends and such great friends. They've been my friends since 2014. And we've grown together through this journey. And it's sad to see that he's stepping away for a little bit.
1: Hey, hopefully he'll be back though
0: But you no, know, no, he will I mean hopefully he will He's taking a break I mean his connection will never Leave him he's just so strong in that So I'm happy for him but listen Let's get this show started I'm going to bring it up right now Um, And then Loralee do you want to stop it In the middle of the show or wait till it completely Finishes
2: um, Well you, you go with what you feel Because there's quite a bit Like it makes it look like from the episode and before we start there were certain things that we did have to change because I did have a local psychic medium come at the time this is right at the beginning of all this I always said I wasn't looking for the paranormal it found us and she was asked to be part of the episode and she politely declined and we respected that so you're going to see there's a male psychic in here um, so we had to say he instead of she. but they made it look like it happened like in like a week or two and that that's not how it happened. So you you go wherever you want to stop, you go ahead.
0: Yeah. All right, let me uh, take care of this real quick and turn it on and let's take a take a watch. Can you guys hear this when it comes up? Hold on. Oh, hello.
2: If that link doesn't work, I get a couple other ones. I don't like watching myself (laughs) when I podcast afterwards.
1: Nobody does.
2: No.
0: I just want to see if the volume. Can you hear anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can hear them talking?
2: (coughs) The music. Del
0: and I Okay. I mean but you can he hear the documentary. Yeah, I can't hear it at all.
2: Del and moved really into the weird. house shortly. Hold after on one that. second.
0: Let me um see what I could we do. We tried here.
2: to have a normal happy life. And yeah, things were great. So life good. was pretty good.
3: Oh. <laughs> moved in the house was normal. There's nothing strange about it at all at that time.
2: Hi, Jackie.
0: <laughs> hey Robbie. So so you guys oh, can hear this? Yeah. Okay, well I'm the only one who can't hear it for some reason. So I'm going to uh, allow you guys to listen to it and then I'm just gonna let
4: you stick Paranormal your finger up and tell me when you wanna listen. Okay. Interview with Lorelee. I
2: wasn't happy with that name oh, either, I got by the way. That's not our house, by Del way. and I started dating in 2008. Del moved into the house shortly after that. We tried to have a normal, happy life. And yeah, things were great. Life was pretty good. <laughs> moved in,
3: that was normal. There's nothing strange about it at all at that time.
2: Looks like it's pausing. Hi, Ken. Good to see you, Jackie. It's been forever. Hi, Michelle. They said they can hear. Michelle's over in Australia, Tuesday morning. That's okay, Jackie. Thank you, but I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if I hadn't been through what we were through, both of us. So,
1: I think that's how it always is: is you go through something like that, and then it's just like you get right into it.
2: know mm-hmm. uh, AJ, did you know it's paused or? What was that? It's paused. Oh
0: no! I didn't have no idea. I'm I, like, I thought I it was going to sound. So- I'm sorry, nobody's saying nothing to me, and I'm like, I just think I can't hear the sound, so, there we go. Sorry about that. That's okay. You guys took like five minutes to tell me that, though.
2: We just, well, we were talking anyways, right, Dylan? (laughs) It
4: didn't take long for that feeling of bliss to quickly disappear.
2: I didn't usually remember my dreams, but this particular dream, I remember like I had it last night in vivid, vivid detail. I've never had a dream like this, that it seemed so real. I found myself outside. There's a tree in my front yard. There was a man in the front tree. He was very evil. It was his skin. It was this white, sickly, glowing skin. And as I looked into his eyes, he spoke to me. He called me by name and said, Hello, Marley.
5: Who are you?
2: I can give you anything you want. Actually, Wealth, <laughs> fame, you name it. All you have to do is agree to follow me.
5: No, I don't want anything.
2: I remember telling him, Get out of here now. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going away that quickly. He then proceeded to tell me he was a demon. Whenever you see a crow or a raven, you're going to know it's me. Can we pause that just for one sec? And I screamed at him. AJ? There was a flash. (laughs) I woke up shaking, crying and in, in a complete sweat oh, did we pause it now we can't hear AJ we can't hear you can you hear him Dylan
0: I can't hear him at all sorry that was me I had me on mute by accident okay. sorry
2: I wanted to stop that for a sec because I think this is an important part of the story first okay. of all I, I forgot about this girl I never okay. met her my station manager, Michelle DeRoche, is actually in this episode, by the way. Um, I did not know her. You don't get to meet anybody. So this woman is very over the top. She took her role very seriously. But that's not quite what happened. They cut so much out of that, okay? Because this thing told me it was a demon. Um, and I did tell it to leave twice. You've heard this story before, AJ, because I've talked about it on Talking With This Source. Yeah, but, but
0: please tell it again.
2: It's name. And it melted for me and it gave me its animal form. So there was a lot more to this story with it. And it's sort of a big piece throughout because we had four main entities in our home. And I understand that they had to edit things a certain way for a TV episode and to, you know, for time. But that was the big piece when things started. It's really important, I wanna make this clear, The way they show through this girl, I guess she took artistic license or whatever, but I am, that was not, anything she does in there is not how it happened. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say that I really was upset about, and I'm very grateful they shared our story. They showed her practically beating on my partner, the actor that plays, that didn't happen. I've never hit anybody in my life. So I want to make that clear when you see her because she's really yeah. over the top. Anyways, that's why I wanted—if it was okay to stop it there. So. No,
1: absolutely, please. Yeah, they all—they always change things up. It seems like, which is understandable.
2: I I get it, but she—it upset me because, like I say, I understand they couldn't arrange for me to see her or or talk to her. But yeah, that—that's not me. She doesn't even look like me. <laughs> right, right. Go ahead, right. AJ. I just Very wanted. All right, never
3: forgotten this dream. (laughs) She said uh, something talked to her in her dream and mentioned there'd be signs that would
2: show up. I was absolutely terrified. (laughs) I couldn't understand why I would have a dream like this. (laughs) When we sleep. Our subconscious is completely wide open. It's the perfect time for something supernatural to come in and make contact. It's easy for them to manipulate you. If a demon comes to you in your dream, essentially it is trying to infiltrate your life. Once they root themselves, it becomes harder and harder to get rid of them. Now, let
0: me ask you a question. Was it harder it harder work. for you to get rid of it?
2: We never did get rid of it. What was that? We never did get rid of what was there.
0: Oh, really?
2: Wow. I lost my house, and I took, and I, I was gonna fight about it. Like the whole neighborhood was affected by this. Like neighbors, because wow. like we, we lived in this. How um, this was my ex husband's house. He grew up in, yeah. and my ex husband and I lived there for ten. You know not 10 maybe quite a few about four or five years maybe longer and um, we never really had this kind of activity we knew all the neighbors and it was once him and i separated this started a few months after and it was like all the neighbors had a complete shift in their personalities their behavior um my one neighbor his daughter used to babysit for us the reason why i lost my house it wasn't because I didn't pay my bills. I pay my bills. He used to and stand on our sidewalk and measure the grass. And if it was one one hundredth of an inch over regulation, he would call the city bylaw officer. Everything in our house was broken. I am not kidding. I went through 13 tires on my, my van, you name it. And one summer we went through four lawnmowers, not because we they just wouldn't start they'd break right so we like wait, what
0: would happen what would happen explain it
2: they just wouldn't start they'd be working fine and then all of a sudden they wouldn't work uh we That's had a crazy. New stove um i had the repairman come in they replaced the the element in the bottom couldn't get the stove to work our security cameras would record but they or sorry wouldn't record so we had a monitor down in our bedroom in the basement. We had them come down there, check them. We had them come in many times. Um, we had cameras break, batteries were constantly draining. I mean, yeah. I could on and on the smell sometimes in the house. Anyways, after the fourth lawnmower that summer, uh, one of my partners, uh, Dell's friends was gonna drop one off. He had an extra one. Well, the neighbor Went around and had every neighbor, our yard was p- fenced, and called the city to explain that our lo- our grass was long. Our grass was about three and a half feet long in the backyard. We were out at his family's camp. My son, my oldest son was home. The city came in the backyard and cut the grass for 45 minutes and sent me a $2,500 bill to cut the grass. Oh, my God.
1: That's so ridiculous. They
2: trespassed, first of all second of all um we weren't breaking any bylaws we knew the bylaws as long as it couldn't be seen from the front of the yard and it wasn't an environmental hazard we could have had the grass as long as we wanted so i was fighting this i went through a pro bono legal service in toronto I was working on this with them and I was told bad legal advice that if I paid my property taxes, I was in agreement with this because I was trying to fight this. I'm not paying you for you guys to go in my backyard. Long story short, dragged out over a few years. That is why I lost my home. So could I have fought and maybe tried to get more financing again? My Because property taxes yeah. weren't paid. And I had a it's friend a saying, what if? maybe this is a gift. And I said, you know what? I think it is. And I let it go. We left. So it was never dealt with. It has been since dealt with, but every time we called somebody to try and get them to come, um, mm. they didn't get pulled away. And I mean, I went worldwide with this. Um, or somebody would get sick in their family. They'd have a death in their family. I kid you no. not. didn't no matter what we tried. Mm-hmm. So I know. You don't-
0: I'm sorry. Not to interrupt you, Dylan. I have this question before I forget it. Do you think we're dealing with interdimensional beings and not what we think that is?
2: Uh, It depends what we're dealing with. I think that what happens when we're on the other side, right? We live in a duality on Earth here. There's positive, negative, hot, cold, light, dark, right? But when we're on the other side, we're looking at things right now, okay, from a human perspective. But when we are in our true form, I don't know, what to call it energy, a soul, whatever it may be. And everything is energy, right? It can neither be created yeah. or destroyed. It can be transferred from one place to another. I think anything in spirit form can be interdimensional. It can be in a million different places at once. So was it yeah. interdimensional? I don't know. But I'm telling you to be able to affect other people and to be able like. I don't believe in coincidence but every single person that we reached out to that was willing to help something would happen so they wouldn't be able to come and help
0: yeah of course that's what normally happens in a a demonic case like it's like demonic entity wants you to uh suffer basically you know
2: and we did and we did financially health wise um things you can't control and people think that it's really cool because they see it on tv I wouldn't yeah. wish this on a blade of grass. And I always say, not that I'm even better than a blade of grass, because we're all interconnected. We are. But yeah. people that think it'd be really cool to run into something like this, and I've told so many people this that I've run into, you do not realize what you're saying. Because yeah, that's. They don't listen to you. And they go after what you can't control
1: yep exactly and that's how i felt about it like there's been times where i thought to myself it'd be cool to run into some of these demonic forces and stuff and then after i thought about it i was like you know what no it really wouldn't because you never know what you're dealing with you never know what you're going to deal with the craziness that comes with it the lifelong tragedies that come with it just the mental mental abuse physical abuse you never know
2: it goes after what you love what you need to live it goes after any way it can hurt you the most and the other thing i want to point out because people think from tv that demons are hiding around every corner yeah and i think to people that say there's no such thing as demons i don't know we live in a duality here so if you want to call it energy i always say people not every person is thinking love and light and people do not realize how powerful their thoughts their words and their emotions are because yeah. two weeks ago on a thursday i had four people independently that i happened to talk to about it because we did have a bit of activity it was Mm -hmm. sent
0: really Mm
5: -hmm.
0: that is crazy absolutely Mm
5: -hmm.
2: so Like I say, it's not cool. And that's what I've tried to explain to people that if anything, it'll go, like you'll see on TV, right? People say, I was yelling at whatever was affecting us paranormally. Why don't you come after me instead of my children? Well, you've just told whatever's there, where to go. Keep going after the kids. That's the best way to dig the knife in deeper or goes after what you love, what you care about. Hey, Jonathan. Um, and you have to be, like I say, it's not a cool thing. And there's people I've run into that have never experienced this. And I've actually said to them, then pray that you never do.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a crazy thing to run into because like whenever I first started the very, the very first invest, well, the second investigation I ever did, I got drug up a cemetery. I believe it. And it was it was what got me into it, but it was also what spooked me a good little bit. So I mean there's forces like that everywhere. Not not as many as people would think. Like it's not something you run into your house, you're gonna find it on a day-to-day basis, but they're out there.
2: And they feed off of fear, right? Lower energy, lower vibrational energy. So fear is a per I always used to say this became like a full-time job. I'm not kidding, like 16 to 22 hours a day researching. And I started locally and just worked out, worked out, worked out, worked out, started taking courses and reading. And in this kind of how I rediscovered my own abilities, right? Because there were things I would know about a lot of this stuff um, that was in my home, because there was four different things. There are other people that experienced this activity besides my partner and I. And the EVPs I've sent you, AJ, I think you may have, I I think he sent them to you Dylan uh, from Jason Bland with paranormal soup on Sunday nights. He does a show here on Facebook and YouTube. I can tell you, I have called into his show and all his sound equipment blew uh, from the most active part of my home. Um, There are old recordings. They used to call into his show and there are so many EVPs in the background. You can see shadows moving in the background. I mean, um, I used to do a podcast with a friend of mine, Seraphine Hurley. She's experiencing, there's been people that have come to our ho- old home that experienced things. So it wasn't just me and my family. Hi, Faye. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, mm-hmm.
0: I get it. I totally, totally get it here. Mm-hmm. Let me bring this back up real quick and we'll get it going again. So we can finish instead of staying on one topic, because we can talk about it forever. That's right.
4: I know us. I know us. Until um, before Laura Lee's disturbing nightmare. Started to become a chilling reality.
2: Right after the dream, I started to notice ravens. They seemed to always be in that tree where the dream oh, was sorry. that I had. They were showing up every day.
3: They'll just come in and it'll be like a murder of crows. Just Whole whack of them, just right there.
2: Crows and ravens are. Do we lose AJ? I
1: don't know what happened, to AJ.
2: I think we did. Well, we can. We can. Yeah. I forgot about the crows. See, I tell this story so many times, but yeah, there was one in particular, and we had security cameras every morning around nine thirty in the morning. We just kept talking. I was talking about the crows. Since yeah. We- yeah, we we I seen
1: we lost you and we was like uh ah.
0: of- this- That was so weird. I've never had that happen once. It just kicked me out of the studio out of nowhere. But hold on, I'm sharing my screen again to put that back up so we can finish this because it gets starting okay. to get even more interesting. So hold on one sec. Let me get this back up. I can't believe it did that. I've never had it ever kick me out of
2: your the audio studio. was screwy when you came back on too. It was going click, 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 click. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's weird.
0: That's really weird.
1: Well, it's cause, it's because you're here, Lauren.
0: I pro- probably. <laughs> yep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. All right. Here is a uh,
2: picture of the evil to come. Shortly after the dream, I did do some research to find out: Is there any truth to this dream? Does something like this actually exist? and found out a little bit more about this entity. There was a symbol with this particular entity. He could be represented by a crow or a raven. I was taking some food out of the oven. As I was pulling it out, the oven door was completely down. And all of a sudden, sprang up onto my arm and burnt me. <laughs> Great jacket. 12 hours later, it turned black, almost like a brand. But the creepy part about this mark is the outline of my burn completely matched this entity's symbol. It didn't look like that. When all of this started increasing in frequency for me, it completely affirmed that the information I had been given in that dream was now starting to happen to us in real life.
0: Now, the, the real beginning quick, of the terrifying I want you to discuss what it felt like to have that dream and to describe in detail what exactly you actually saw compared to what they said. Was it completely accurate what they said, or is there something missing? Yeah.
2: What stopped it. So what happened was that dream happened. It's like it was, I had it 10 minutes ago, and this is well over probably 16 years ago. There was a tree in my front yard. And it wasn't winter like they showed it. I just was in front of the tree. And as I look up and I always say I'm not a high maintenance kind of girl, but he had on a very expensive dark uh, charcoal colored white pinstripe suit, white silk tie, black um, sorry, white silk shirt, black tie. And then as you went up, he had this, it was all in one piece, but it was very shortly trimmed uh, black goatee and mustache. His hair was black, slicked back to about just below ear length. It was, like I said, they interviewed us for six hours. So you can see, like when I watch it every time, I go, oh, crap. I remember what, like they took bits and pieces and they spliced it all together to tell a story, right? Not quite like how we did (laughs) So what happened was his skin was kind of this sickly, whitish kind of green, but his eyes, and they didn't put that part in either. They were completely black. And then they would go to flame back and forth. So he did call me by name. And he tried to get me to, and I first, I, I'm like, who the heck is this guy, right? I don't realize I'm dreaming. Then he said to mm. Um, I had a little business making jewelry and pet supplies and stuff. And I just said a couple nights before, I was still married to my husband at the time. And I said, wow, I'd gone around the city and everybody wanted to carry my merchandise, but nobody wanted compensation for it. They were going to do it for free. We had just watched the movie, The Secret, when it came out. So you know how long ago this was. And we were joking, going, oh, maybe it was The Secret. Then I had this dream like two days later. So this thing knew that we had had mm-hmm. this conversation because he said, you know, that little, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling you, it's not cold in here. Yeah. He said, you know, that little business of yours, that's nothing. He said, I can give you wealth. I can give you fame. I can give you anything beyond your wildest dreams. All you have to do is agree to follow me. And I I'm said, oh, I'm going
0: yeah, well, I- I- to ask me that question. Cause I'm going to be like, yeah, I want it in writing.
2: I didn't do that. I said, it's not podcast or radio friendly. Uh, Let's just say there were a lot of curse words. And I said, who are you? And he told me he was a demon. Told me wow. his name and told me how to spell it, and I said in no uncertain terms, "Would I agree to anything like that?" And he continued to try to tempt me, and again, even more emphatically, I told him where to go, and that's when he took his finger and shook it at me and went, "Oh no, 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 no!" Every time you see a crow or a raven, you're going to know who it is, and in the mm-hmm. journal, I called on Archangel Michael. And there was, I can't even describe the colors, how brilliant they were. It was like a dark royal blue, silver, and white. I woke up shaking, crying, and in a sweat in the middle of the night. And I'm not a crier. That's how the dream happened.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like like one of them stories where people talk about selling their soul to the devil. If you agree to follow in his terms, then... uh, then you get anything you want. And I'm just thinking to myself, if that ever happened, absolutely not. I'll I'll stay with my brokenness, my no, no car, whatever I got at that time. I'll stay with whatever I got before I sell my soul to the straight up devil.
2: Now, the thing I have a question about from the legend and the lore I've seen, never mind that... Um, Jackie Barrett had mentioned about crows and ravens, and they are not a sign of evil, I agree. They're highly intelligent, they're beautiful animals, but it was what he had said to me in my dream. So were they even real crows and ravens, what we saw? I don't know, because as you were coming back on, I was saying to Dylan, um, AJ, when you're popping back on with one particular, 9.30 in the morning, every morning beyond fail, I kid you not, that thing would pop up the stairs front steps to the house yeah up on the railing and turn its head and peer right into the camera oh dude I, say-
0: I mean i totally agree with you and i wouldn't doubt that it wasn't doing that because i i've been in a situation where i've had an entity do something like that so i totally understand what you're talking about and so what's a real crow? Like-
2: we didn't More think crow?
0: so what did you say
2: we don't think it was a real crow
0: Right. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Because let me tell you something. My grandfather, okay, he was seeing, before he passed away, he was seeing um, cloaked men circling outside the window of the house in the street and with black hoods on, and you couldn't see their face. And he would tell us, he would walk us over the window, You don't see them. You don't see them. He would call the cops on them. The cops would come out. Nobody was there. And one day he, like, really brought me over the window and he's like, Aunt, It's during the day, he's like, Please tell me you see this person. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't and like, you know, I don't know if that, you know, was his his punishment, maybe, you know, or whatever for what he did to my grandma. I mean, you know, he actually only had two other kids and in the nineteen fifties, that's a no no. Um so
2: So because I've worked heavily in palliative care and to me, and I could be wrong but when he saw it it was real to him definitely i almost feel like it was something preying on his fear i I do versus something to to punish him or and again that's just my thoughts but i really feel like you know he did see what he saw but usually when people pass away you don't see things like that but then again i don't have all the answers i have seen pictures in hospitals with with black figures, cloak figures, with, you know, off of a security camera or something. So I don't know. I feel sorry yeah.
0: for you. Oh, it's scary. Fun. It's really scary when you actually encounter it. And it's something that I can't describe to anybody because it's a psychological attack for mm-hmm. the long game. It's yep. not something that's going to be a quick thing. Like you could threaten it, you could challenge it, and it's going to laugh at you because it's going to wait. It may not be tomorrow. may not be the next day. It may not be a year. It may not be two years, but one day you're going to be vulnerable and it's going to be there and it's going to say my turn.
1: Yep. That's exactly what it would do too. And it's just one of them things. When something like that happens to you, if you're the only one seeing it, It makes you think, am I crazy? And then it just, it makes you feel so bad about it because you're telling all these people, can you see what I'm seeing right now? And they're telling you, no, some of them's thinking you're crazy. And then other one, some of them believe in you, but people like us, we'd be believing it. And it's just, that makes them, makes them go crazy. Like they lose their minds and everything over it.
2: It makes you feel really alone. And then you don't feel like you can trust yourself, right? If you're seeing something that nobody else is seeing. And so right, of then, right then and there, it gets isolating because you're not gonna keep telling people, like thankfully your grandfather could ask you or share it with you, but it's very isolating, especially if, say, as an older person, for example, when um, and maybe they don't have dementia or something like that, right? You know, it's terrifying because a lot of people, the scary part about death is the unknown. We don't know what to expect. I can tell you from near-death experience study, though, for the last 40 years professionally and personally, and I had one as a toddler. Usually, you know, and I mostly worked in palliative care. So, you know, most people that it was sort of a longer illness or what have you, they would see things towards the end. I never had anybody say anything negative, though. It was usually maybe an angel or a pet or a family Mm -hmm. member. So, to me, you're absolutely right, AJ. That was a psychological Mm -hmm. attack.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: That's the one thing that they do, whether it's a negative,
0: negative spirit, or if it's truly demonic spirit and with the truly demonic spirit, it's such a psychological attack that it brings you to your knees. Even a negative entity, like I had an attachment one time and this entity had the power to get me up and sleepwalked me all the way to the edge of my driveway where cars were coming okay. cuz we were we lived on a main street and I I woke up smoking a cigarette and I was literally so close to the edge I was like I could have got hit by a car you know I have no idea how that happened so I'm like I have no choice but to I
2: had one situation like that I hadn't slept for quite a few days and yeah. the way they show it in this episode is is not the way it happened but um yeah i don't remember it happening it happened to me once in the previous home
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so that's, crazy.
0: that's crazy mm-hmm. but okay let's let's keep it going <coughs>
3: You would hear your noises in the house, all over the place. All of a sudden, we heard this smash. And we're like, what the hell was that?
2: There's a curio cabinet that hung on the wall. Somehow this had lifted up off these hooks.
3: It flew twelve feet over into the living room.
2: No. <laughs> I didn't do that.
5: Oh, no, what is happening?
2: Poor that. It had all my treasures from when I was a little girl, from birthdays, sure. little crystal animals, things yeah. from my grandmothers that are now deceased. Hi. Mm-hmm. The demon didn't just want to physically hurt me. <gasps> come on, come it's here. going after me emotionally now too. <laughs> oh
4: Laura Lee believed the demon from her dream was responsible. <laughs>
0: all right, God, so what you were saying.
2: Okay, so first of all, that happened. At, um. Probably about six months after my husband and I broke up. Little things were happening when my ex-husband was still in the home, though, too. Uh, like you'd go, you, you know, everybody keeps their keys in a certain place, right? We had a bookshelf at the t- at the front door. Your keys yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your cell phone down. You bend down to put your shoes on. You stand up. Keys are gone. Tear the whole house apart thinking, am I going crazy? Okay, guess I'm not going out. And so an hour or two later, you go pick up the mail or flyers. There's your keys exactly where you put them. So we had stuff happen, but this happened right at the beginning of the really severe stuff. After about six months after this dream, my ex-husband and I had broken up. Dell and I were together and um, our bedroom was in the basement. It happened at 11 p.m. at night. Uh, my boys slept upstairs. So my eldest met us in the kitchen and indeed, it was a curio cabinet or whatever you want to call it. it. was about that size. And what had happened actually, and they kind of spliced what Della had said, my partner, is it was hanging on a wall for years, never moved, okay? Okay. So we heard this horrific crash. We come running upstairs. My son meets us in the kitchen. What the heck was that? We're looking around, kind of an open concept, if you will, the kitchen, there's a space below the cupboards and the dining rooms here, that Mm. cabinet hung on the back of the kitchen cupboards. Okay, been there for years. So we start looking, we notice that it's way over in the living room, about 12 feet from where it hung. But as we start looking okay the hooks were still on the wall where it had come from the left one was reefed, like reefed down you could not bend it with your hand you would have to take a hammer or pliers but it was bent down other ones still intact on the back of the cabinet the hooks are still on the back you could see where it hung the one where to come off with such force it was bent but yeah. where it hung okay four feet to the left is where the dining room wall ended so we figure it flew off the wall to the left. As it came back, it sliced our answering machine, our caller ID, and our portable phone. It looked like someone had used a scalpel to cut it. We don't even know how it cut it. And then that's how we found it in the in the living room. So it had at least flown probably about 15, 16 feet in total. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's wild. That
1: is crazy.
2: So I have pictures. I've sent them to AJ and we have shared them with the public. The cabinet was still intact and there's pictures of the hook on the wall, okay, uh, where it was bent down and on the back too, but the glass was all broken inside. It did have a lot of my things in there uh, that meant a lot that were broken, but it didn't just target me. Like, like I said, it went after my kids. It went after... Dell, there. Like I said, there were other people affected, but these are. That was when we knew we had a problem, like a major problem, when that happened. But yeah. it was in. The, there's Dell. Dell's watch. I told him to come up, and and he may join me now that he's hearing me, and he'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. He's a Skeptic to this day, he was thrown 15 feet across the kitchen. Never told wow. me in two days. He was. He had a circuit tester out. Was testing. Um, testing the fridge. He wondered if he'd gotten shocked or something. So. Yeah. Um both of us had stuff happen. My kids had stuff happen, but that, that happened early on. Like the burn didn't happen. And then this, the cabinet was the first major thing that happened that we knew, Holy crap, there's a problem here.
1: Right. Yeah. that's definitely crazy right there.
2: Mm -hmm. For sure. For like sure. he said right, something me... happened that he couldn't physically recreate because even to this day he will debunk it six ways to sunday before he will even begin to say yeah it's maybe it's paranormal mm-hmm.
0: okay i'm going to start it right now give me one sec and on
2: facebook
0: app it didn't work out for me so yeah me he's, just...
2: come, he's coming up now with your orange <laughs> hat on i told yep. him he could have joined me but <laughs> so hey
0: that's all right um if he wants to come on you can have him come on
2: if you don't he's right here <laughs> He'll probably just yeah, I don't mind. here with me there he is hey. Dell, this is Del. that works too hey that
4: was hey. Hey, it
1: turned its hey, attention
4: buddy.
3: to just uh, ask uh, uh, Jackie you for this. up May I ask where you're going It became very worried that it wants to make us aware that it's here. And all of a sudden, boom, I get hit. Ah!
4: Laura Lee Potvin had been visited by a demonic entity in a nightmare. And ever since, Laura Lee and her partner Dell had fallen victims to strange paranormal activity, which had escalated into violence.
3: All of a sudden, and I got smashed right in the shoulder. It was like actually pretty significant. And I turned around like and there was nobody there. There's something that is not physically natural happening in the house that I can't explain. All of a sudden, boom, I hit. It hit me in the center of the chest, and I went flying, ended up in the cabinets. And I stunned, like I just got body checked. Yeah. And I thought I got electrocuted or something. checked out the fridge is there electrical short because I didn't want anybody else to get electrocuted nothing I can't explain that part at all
2: so Mm. I hope that answers for Jackie do you want to explain like you're trying to debunk what else caused it right
3: yeah well it was sort of weird is that uh uh, I'll tell you the situation I was I was upstairs I was making a sandwich right and the fridge is in one corner and then uh, the way that sort of like almost like a sea that went around yeah. there and uh, where the sink is on the far side where the stove is. And uh, so I was making a sandwich at the counter and then I said, oh, I grabbed some mustard, right? So I'm looking at the mustard or looking in the fridge. So I'm down on like one knee in front of the fridge looking and,
0: and that's when he proposed. No, I'm just joking. Also,
3: I, I don't see the mustard, right? i get booted away from the fridge i'm looking up and they sort of i guess they, their layout of the kitchen was sort of different i'm 15 feet across the kitchen and i just see stars in my eyes i'm like and then the fridge door is open I'm like what what just happened there
0: oh my god just
3: looking at the fridge going what's that i get up and the mustard is on the counter behind me
2: and he didn't wow. say over his head or anything
1: that's that's crazy. Yeah.
2: yeah, lots of crazy stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was, I was like okay. Well, so
3: I'm I'm still sort of like a little bit dazed. I finished making my sandwich, put everything away. I go down. I'm eating my sandwich, and I'm thinking, going, did I just get electrocuted? Like uh, uh, he
2: didn't even tell me like right <laughs> away. Like he t- it was a couple days later. He finally told me I had a cut on his elbow, and I said, "What happened? Where'd you cut your arm?"
5: Yeah.
3: So I bring up uh, bring up all my uh, electronic equipment, battery testers and uh, scopes and everything like that. Checking circuits because we had another part there, too. Did you tell them about the part where we had that fire in the wall that happened? Remember in the fire department No, well, they're came? playing
2: the paranormal oh, survivor oh, okay. episode and we're debunking what's true and what's not.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were, like, right. we we're sitting in the living room and all of a sudden in the, all through the drywall, these lights start going up through there and the smoke coming out through the wall called the fire department and uh wow. they come in there it says yeah there's uh nothing wrong with your circuits yeah there's nothing wrong there's no fire we thought the whole place was gonna burn down hey eh? like they're checking through everything so mm-hmm. that's why i thought that that had happened just beforehand so that's why i thought that there was something wrong with the fridge right so, yeah and we, we caught lots of different stuff there well, they're like gonna on, go through the rest of cam- the so, so, camera and stuff like that where we had glowing orbs in the basement that were on camera but then then they uh my recorder for the for the security cameras, the hard drive would never ever work I told again. Them that it yeah. record. Mm-hmm. So you could just only watch it in live time there and you couldn't or capture it with your phone. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just crazy things like that. Like that curio cabinet, like I heard her say there is like they they cut it off in the show, is that it popped up about two feet went over four feet, sliced yeah, them. all the, the wires straight down and then went back 15 feet into the, the living room mm-hmm. over top of boxes, chairs, and a table.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And there's no way that you could push this thing up because the, the hooks sort of, uh, they were like loose this way that like they would rock.
2: But you couldn't bend them.
3: And uh, but the thing is, it was like, even if an animal went up to try and knock it off, to even put it up yourself was like, I, I tried with off. a broom to knock this thing up and get it to go any direction, it would never go. So
2: that's what he's talking about. Hi, Nicole. Uh, for I was just for Jackie when he said debunking. He was trying to see what else could have caused it, rather than just saying, "Yeah, this has got to be paranormal." Which I think is a good idea. I think you have to be have some skepticism in this field, right? And debunk things. I think you do.
1: Absolutely. You always got to try and debunk it one way or another. That's what that's what we normally do if we're on investigation or something. We try and debunk things just to see what's real, what's not.
3: Yeah, Recreated because, like, right underneath where that uh, curio cabinet was, was our recycling stuff with the cans and stuff like that. So, if one of the cats or the dogs were in there, you would have heard them in that first,
2: yeah,
5: mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
3: yep. like smashing cans before it, there was none of that, right? Mm-hmm. So,
2: definitely came off of force.
3: And I don't know how they would have jumped. They said
2: hi, Dal. Good to see Hey, you. hello, how's it going? So Wow. There's probably not a 10 left. The the one thing I will say, and I won't ruin the ending if people haven't seen that, I think it happened pretty close. They showed to what happened. Okay.
0: So let's let's get this going. Let's finish this up and let's see what happens. And I know we're gonna stop again because there's a lot to discuss. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. okay why is it i don't know well,
2: Here we go, there we go. don't
1: there we go. want us to see
2: it You we had weird no, stuff no, happen no. already tonight <laughs> when dell got thrown that was terrifying it has that much power to throw a fully grown man what else is going to happen that's when we started to really worry. It could hurt or kill somebody in our home. Mm
4: -hmm. Laura Lee had reached her breaking point and knew she needed outside help.
2: All we needed was somebody that could help us remove this from our home. I'm sorry if I laugh at this, because this is not- (laughs) I think there's a lot of creative
3: license
2: here. -hmm. And this was at the beginning. The psychic medium said, I can hear Drums. drums. That is my sign for something extremely old, extremely ancient. He did describe to me what he was able to see.
3: See a man. Leaning
2: against the tree, and what he was able to see was identical to what I had witnessed in that dream. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: and again, I don't know what just happened. That's so well, crazy.
2: Jonathan, who does talking with the source with you, him and I did the Estes method one time because we all. I also follow true crime, and yeah. I warned him. And I get some creepy stuff come through towards the end. Do I think I have an attachment? No. No, I do not. Yeah. It's just weird stuff happens around yeah, the we're on
0: all, of us, all the time. We can't explain it, and I hate it. But you guys yeah.
2: can see this, and I haven't told them about the stream. I'm not That's crazy. Cool. This is real. Leave this place. Leave this people alone. He then almost. Passed out, and he had tears just streaming down his eyes. All he said was it was demonic. He confirmed it. He had asked for it to be crossed over into the light. Ah! He He was told by his guides and angels that wasn't possible, there was something powerful in our house. I,
0: really, I don't believe really it, just irritated.
2: You, it. you need me to stop it? Sure, if you would. I, I oh. usually yeah, laugh. You I
4: want it. to explain? Yeah, I want the you to stop The psychic intervention sure. had been
0: unsuccessful.
2: Okay, <laughs>
4: leaving Laura Lee and Dell in a dangerous situation.
2: <laughs> After the Maybe. psychic had been to our house. Yeah, okay, he was he laughing started. pretty hard at that. Yeah. Well, to- this happened early on del was really sick there was no answer for it you were downstairs in our bedroom when all this was going on so you didn't see this it this is when i explained at the beginning of when we started doing this it was actually a female locally and very gifted light worker um and when i met her at the door she said her guides and her angels had told her to bring everything she had that she was in for the fight of her life is what she had said to me she was asked to be part of the episode she uh very politely declined and of course we respected that so that's why I had to say he um it did not happen that way like actually when you're seeing it It wasn't a
3: Ghostbusters movie like they... uh, No, but what I was going to say
2: is the first time we saw this, we started laughing, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but the way they made it almost look like the psychic was in there. It was like, demon, be gone. It didn't happen like that. And then the other thing was, in the episode, it looks like the male psychic (laughs) is yelling that, and then he runs out and leaves the person playing me like kind of like by Biatch. you're on your own kind of thing if you ever watch it you'll see she just it, it, he just runs right out that's not what happened.
1: Yeah. Right, right.
2: outside.
1: Yeah, they they like to change up a lot of things. That's why like I know a guy that they offered to be like when he was doing the paranormal, they which he still is, they offered for him to be on a show. And they told him they wanted him to swap everything up, change everything. And he just said he's not being a part of that. And they, they do like to change everything up and take the important parts out and leave some of them.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, they have to make the show interesting, right? So, yep. licensing.
2: Did you get it, kicked so- out again, AJ? <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know what's going on today. Like, I've never been kicked out of a show before ever in my life.
1: I told you it's because you're here.
0: Know, I'm telling you what, man, and Spirit does this all the time. Like, they'll literally mess with me all the time throughout every show that I have. Like, it's really weird. And it's so funny. I love it. You
2: no, know, we get EVPs. They get all kinds of stuff during shows. So, like I said, it didn't quite happen that way. Um, and, like, it, she came early, early, early on in all this. Like, this just didn't happen over a couple months. This is quite a few years that we went through this
3: well the, the reason that I, I i went and bought the security system and set up cameras inside the house and outside the house is because uh all of our batteries in the three I vehicles were, were were dying all the time and we're getting flat tires i'm going and says uh, is somebody messing with like the the cars like coming in sticking nails in the side of those sidewalls, and and how, how's the, the the batteries all draining all at the you same know. time The lawnmower yeah and when I says like, uh, well, I set up security cameras. Somebody's doing this. I'm gonna catch who it is and take a baseball bat to them, right? But th- nobody was ever there,
1: Mm-mm. right? Yeah. Now, did it keep? Did it keep happening after you put the security cameras up? The flat tires, the yeah. dead batteries.
2: But our security yeah. cameras wouldn't record. Like I took pictures of things. Like there's one picture I have. And we had a big monitor that watched all the cameras down in our bedroom and i remember Dell saying i forget what you said Who's said, that old lady on the security camera
3: yeah who's the old lady at the on on the sidewalk
2: and when i looked
3: i went wheelchair. that's yeah. no
2: old lady because there was four entities main entities and Dell and my two sons with my sons were just like barely teenagers They had named it the shy guy. So if you've ever played Super Mario, the little guy that looks like the Grim Reaper with the white Jason hockey mask, they said he looked like I went, that's no old lady. So I had to take a picture of the screen and I said, stay there, watch a screen. I ran upstairs and I took a picture from the front door to see what, it was our neighbor's dad had like this old type of sports car. Um, There's nothing on the camera five seconds later from me taking a picture, but you could see from the screen, there was something there. It's got like a black, like almost cloak. It's very fuzzy, like not the way you'd see it clearly because I'd take it off the monitor.
3: Yeah, We also hmm. had another thing there. We used to have a deer that used to walk by the front of our house. I didn't house. even
2: get into all that stuff because they're trying and, to get uh, through the episode. Oh,
3: and then, uh yeah, one time there or whatever, and I, we were sitting downstairs, and I says, something just popped up because it, it was sort of like a, a three-way sort of intersection into a re- residential area. Yeah. And uh, and all of a sudden, something popped up right in the part of the intersection. I go, that's a huge wolf. What's mm-hmm. that doing there? And it walked yeah. right Right in front of the camera right like right beside the car and it took up like from my bumper all the way to like the back back passenger door and I went wow. Holy job, that's not a
2: and i seen a white one and
3: i was like i said that's like that looks like a dire wolf like that's huge and i went outside to go and measure what the size of it was and i says it wasn't a deer it wasn't a moose wasn't a bear this was like a wolf because you see the tail and it wasn't a fox i was like Because I I said to her, I said, what's that? And I ran upstairs to see if I can go outside, see if I can catch it outside with my camera, right? Is I that, had one yeah. that was
2: white across the street. And it was a friend of mine I was talking to on the phone and she kept yelling at me. It was, about, it was girl talk very quickly. She lives in, on the West Coast in the US and she was girl talk going, Oh, what what you call what did you just color your hair? What color is it? I said, Oh, I can't remember. Let me go outside. The box is in the garbage. And this is two o'clock in the morning. And I see this. M- just as big as what he said across the street, white with these ice blue eyes. And I'm looking at this thing and it turns and it looks, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling you guys. So anyways, it starts um, walking and my friend's screaming, i yeah. get in the house, get in the house. I'm going, why? And I turn the phone and I go, can't you see this? She couldn't see it. She's going, get in yep. the house. So I got inside, I go, why? She goes, you couldn't hear all that growling and snarling? I go, no, but my kid, Who didn't even know why I was going outside? Goes, mom, what was going on? I go, what do you mean? He goes, you didn't hear all that growling and snarling? I don't know what it was. So we've seen all kinds of things. We experienced weird things. The end of this, though, did happen, and that is the one thing that happened true. Yeah,
0: that is absolutely wild. Um. Listen, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit into this too, thing yeah. so we can get done well, a little bit sooner because I know you scary. have things you have to take care of. Um. So let me get this pulled up again. Hold on one second.
1: That does sound like one of them. What uh, one, one of them wolf or being type things you see that some people would be lured to because you said it was ice white with blue eyes so some good. people would be like that's wild let me go check that out because it's just a beautiful creature which yep. everybody knows is a mistake to do something like that
3: well that person that put the comment on there about like the twilight wolves i says yeah big like those things like it was huge if you ever anybody seen the movie twilight where they're in there where these wolves are huge like it took up like three quarters of the size of a car he wants to get yeah okay sorry I, I, yeah I'm okay
0: here for a short period no no you're good keep going
3: no, uh, play on there, yeah, that's I was just explaining how big the wolf looked like, if you would yeah. yeah,
0: well, there's activity of stuff like wolves like that in a lot of locations, like like look at um skinwalker Ranch, you know, oh so I mean, there' I've been stuff. watching a documentary on that, yeah, you know it made
2: the activity much, much worse the next night. I was sitting right by the laundry, and I was having a smoke. Dell could see me in the bedroom on the security camera.
3: I set up cameras because there was a lot of break-ins around the area. Laura was in the laundry room. She was sitting down, and all of a sudden, she gets up.
2: He said it looked like I was like a marionette. My arms were just moving. I don't remember this. He said I stood up and I was talking to something, and laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing. I don't remember it.
3: She was pointing and talking to somebody in the corner. movement on the camera as I was watching TV. I was like, what's going on over here? Uh. It's just sort of half asleep, half not asleep. I went in there and said, who are you talking to? Get
2: away from me! I I I Felt really angry, and I don't normally feel that angry. And I said, Don't talk to me that way. And all he said was, Laura, get out of here. We'll talk about it when you're out of this room. No, don't
5: touch me! All of a sudden,
2: that now did she's not great, happen. Great, That's right? what I, I was
3: upset about. Disturbed her, yeah. and she's, she started getting all pissy. No,
2: that was the part I was talking about that I was upset because i never hit him and i wasn't screaming and yelling i w- felt angry and i said why are you talking to me like this but there was no there was none of this and that's what i don't like because i'm not a violent person i never hit him and um yeah
1: right they made it out to be like you was somebody you're not
2: like i was a psycho ballerina dancing all over the place and first time we saw this del and i were laughing i'm sorry because i understand they were doing a show but we did laugh did we not with most of it yeah yeah because i was not ballerina dancing and laughing and like i said at the beginning of this this girl i never met she definitely took her role very seriously so yes you can watch it on youtube um I don't know, probably, AJ, I, I gave you the name of it. We can probably tell them at the end, right? Because it's almost over anyways, the episode. Is he there still? Are we frozen? Is he frozen? I didn't know.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess the whole thing out of there is that uh, all I noticed is we had I had two 36-inch TVs. One was hooked up to security cameras with uh, four cameras, and then one was the regular TV. And the one camera there that I had pointed in the basement, because I had prior, uh, uh, there was stuff that was happening above the floor where the curio cabinet was and in the basement below. So I was filming the, the basement, because I was getting uh, times where you'd be sitting there and you'd see uh, this uh, light orb show up. Mm-hmm. And then I went outside to go and see if, uh, I tried with the, I got like a million lumen uh, flashlight. I tried bouncing off lights to see if i would get the same effect like is this a reflection coming from somewhere and nothing was happening and you'd have this orb that would be like right underneath where all that stuff happened with the fridge being thrown and being hit above the Kiro cabinet it says okay it's all in this sort of this area so i was filming below and that's where she was sitting there and uh I was just watching TV and out of the corner of my eyes, I I see her just stand up and she's pointing and yelling at something and pointing and talking. I'm going, what the, what the F is going on here? Right. Like, uh, I'm going, this, this doesn't seem right. And then when I went in there, she like, like she was sort of like half awake, half asleep. And I was like, okay. And then she she wasn't violent or anything like that. She was just didn't want to leave. Yeah. And so I, I, Drag her sort of on a way out of the room, and then we we still can't hear you,
1: AJ.
2: Can't hear you, AJ.
0: Sorry, which is a very like big thing because a lot of people once they go to a location, certain locations call them back constantly for some reason. Yep, I know
1: that for the residue yep it's it's like that at this place up here on go to it's called loveberry church if you ever get a chance look up look it up it's very 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 wild
2: i don't remember doing that like i said to you guys before he you must have been watching but i said i hadn't slept well you're gonna find out why i didn't sleep well and especially after by the end of this episode he almost died and um Okay, I usually stayed awake It was usually me, if not, or him To watch over the other three while they slept And you'll see why at the end of this episode That did happen the way they show it here
1: Yeah, so it was due to the spirit
2: Well, I don't know what else I almost took a picture of what came out of him And then I thought, oh geez, maybe that's going a bit far But I am kicking myself that I didn't You'll see, without giving it away If people haven't seen this before Hi Jeffrey, I just saw your comment there Everybody else, I didn't get a chance to say hi to you
0: All right, so I'm going to start this up again. Hold on one sec. Add the stage. Bring this back. And let's um, finish up this little bit here. It's almost done. Yeah, almost done. So, I basically pushed her
3: out of the room. Whatever was happening there, I can't explain it.
2: As soon as I left the room, the anger started to dissipate. I remember thinking, my goodness, I, I I'm not normally like this, I don't feel angry like this.
3: Once I removed her from that zone, things started to normalize with her.
2: It was the energy in the room, just the negativity around me that that made me feel that way. Demons can definitely control a person's actions and body. They're a very
5: strong, powerful energy. We are made up of energy. We're not that hard to manipulate.
2: (laughs) We got into bed. (laughs) Del fell asleep. I laid awake there and was thinking about this whole incident. Why did I not remember this? Nothing like that had ever happened before. Once Del was asleep, it had probably been about 45 minutes. And I was still laying there awake, thinking about all of this. It was almost like he was seizuring. He started just like violently shaking.
3: Del? Dell. Del,
2: honey, Del, wake up! I remember grabbing him and pulling him up and shaking him, saying, Del, 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 wake up. Wake up. Del, Del, Del. wake up, wake up. And that's when he started choking. Del! Del! I I thought he was going to (laughs) die.
4: Laura Lee Potvin and her partner, Dell were being terrorized by a demonic entity in their home. Ah! Del? And the terrifying Del? haunting Del? had now Where's become that? a matter of life and death. He started choking.
5: Dell, <laughs>
2: Del! <clears throat> Del! <clears throat> it was like this black stuff, almost like a thicker mucus. He was choking on it. I... I I've never seen anything like it.
5: Del? Del! Del! Oh my God. Okay.
2: I-, I thought he was gonna die. Oh I was
3: bent over the side of the bed puking oh
5: God. just this stuff
3: coming out of my out of my mouth. It felt like somebody was like crushed
2: me. I was terrified because I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? When a person is choking up black mucus during a demonic attack, that usually means there's a possession trying to take place. The demonic entity is trying to get in. I really do think he would have died. I mean, he started this violent shaking. No! And then as I was trying to wake him up, he starts choking almost to death. He couldn't breathe. He couldn't get any air in. Had that happened and there had been nobody there to help him, would he have been awake enough? Would he have been able to get out of bed and find me? I don't know. It was the most terrifying night ever. After that, and I don't wanna cry about this, but it's cause it sounds crazy, but you could have lost him. You gotta remember too, they're asking you all these questions that they don't put yeah, on there interviewing why. us for hours it, of this. What did we yeah. do to bring something like right, this right. to us? We're not bad people. I mean this is affected. Every aspect of her life. And still not ending. And when After the near death experience,
4: Lorelee and Dell had to take desperate mm-hmm.
2: measures. Since this happened, one of us, either Del or I, has stayed awake to watch over.
5: Somebody
3: is always aware and is awake. Because you don't know what's going to happen when you're asleep, right?
5: That's pretty well, it is.
3: Wondering about what could happen next is stressful, (laughs) but that's the way it has to happen.
2: My biggest fear is one of us dying. That's my biggest fear.
4: here after countless attempts to get help from paranormal experts, Lorelee and Dell were left on their own to deal with the demonic entity.
3: Every time we try to
2: contact, I tell them, you, this is one of the fascinating the stories I've ever heard. We believe in a higher power, we hold the hope always that we're going to find somebody that will be able to help us. There has to be help out there.
3: That, that, that part is that part's really true there in that is that uh, people that we had contacted, and says, oh, yes, we, we, we take your case. We'll come down there and do this. And then uh, right before they're going to come, Oh yeah! No, no, no! We can't come there.
2: Or something would happen. Or says, oh,
3: if no, something happened, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way we can get there.
5: Was,
1: yeah,
0: was,
2: that, it was, it
1: was that's kind of such crazy.
2: There's yeah. way more to this so, story. Sorry, go ahead, AJ.
0: No, so what I want to do is I want to bring you back on. Um, sorry, hold on. There's something active, so you might hear. It. Hold on one second. Stupid browser. Okay, hold on. There
3: we go. But that last part there, they did there when uh, he's
2: I think just wrapping up.
3: Oh, sorry. Yeah, the last part they did there when, like, uh when they saying that I was puking up that black stuff. That that actually really happened. And like, in a, I was we had, oh, I we had agree. like a bowl that was there, and my ribs were sore for about two weeks. It felt like somebody had actually crushed my ribs.
2: He's trying to wrap. Yeah. Dog. Sorry. Okay. okay. Go, on, on, go on. He said he'll yeah. bring us back yeah. on. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm not saying like, you know. I mean, never mind. I did never tell
2: mind. him he was busy when I came on, so he didn't know because I said you should probably join me with this. But uh if, if you want, we can both come back on sometime and because there's way more to this. I would
0: love I would love to have you guys back on as soon as possible so that we can go over your story from your point of view because we've seen tonight the point of view of what a story gets made into for yeah. entertainment the
2: <laughs> what they see on tv that's the that's the fascinating stuff because i'm writing a book about this what we went through but yeah. I, I don't we how many times have we seen i mean we don't well i don't like watching myself so i haven't seen it that many times but some of the comments and i've told you like people have written please forgive me for the way i say this but they've written i know why this has happened to you people you live in sin you're not married or you don't oh, have yeah. i mean we oh, heard yeah. Yeah. the oh.
0: thing that gets me right i study ancient texts now and it's so funny because i go back farther than the bible i'll look at sumerian tablets i'll look yeah. at you know the mm-hmm. go yeah all this stuff right and it's so funny that you know we as christians have became so deceived that we believe the bullshit that's in that Bible. And we don't realize that half those stories have been copied from another story that was 10,000 years or whatever yep. it was hundred, whatever, 125 years, um, you know, away from that whole situation. So it's like, it's a whole different thing. It has to do with aliens. It has to do with beings coming from the heavens. I mean, it's like, it's pretty crazy. Like, and it's just, it's like, I just wish that we would get to know the truth, you know?
3: Yeah, well, the the truth is out there. That's for for sure. But it's uh, hidden up by people that want to conceal the truth to maintain power, eh? Everything's about power and control. Always. Money is power and control. And that's it.
0: Yeah, it's sad. It's sad our world's got to live like that, you know? Yeah.
2: But that's why they have people like all of us doing this and doing shows like this and, you know, looking at these things and talking about it. And if it resonates and more and more people are not woke, but waking up and realizing they need to look at something. If it doesn't feel right, doesn't smell right, doesn't sound right, to take a look at themselves and be brought about it where you look. Look at it. Go, Go, ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Dylan.
1: Oh no, you're good. Uh, I was just gonna say, yeah, like you were saying, and I mean, to be honest with you, you having a point of view from you being on that show, telling us what was what was true, what's not—that right there, just one episode alone makes me think of TV a whole different different way, because I, I know that all of it's not always real, but the fact that it changes that much is just blows my mind.
2: Oh, I'm just so grateful because, they'll nobody's asked us to do this before, have they?
1: No, 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 no
2: nobody ever well, has asked. You guys us. are
0: more than welcome, and I plan on having you back to share even more because we can't dive everything in in just an hour. We went an hour and a half, but we still didn't even Sorry, sure, we kept
3: you long on here. Your, you're just I, new I at this. I shouldn't this have intruded though. then. No.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, you're absolutely fine. But one thing I wanted to say was Jackie Bar- Barrett, or Barret she said and another important factor where do you think this came from like what provoked it
5: mm-hmm. do
0: you think somebody put something on both of you it would be interesting to know the other side meaning what is your feeling from of like where this all came from
3: well she she has an idea of that and, and, I, and I have an idea of it you got to
2: realize Dell and I have known each other our entire lives some of his family I feel bad,
0: bad for you Dell yeah. No, no, I'm
2: um, just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We always <laughs> describe it like we're like the second generation of the two families coming together. That's so great. He's had some interesting stuff happen to him, but you got to remember I worked in palliative care and some of the places yeah. I worked uh, was very like a lot of rape, a lot of murder, a lot of uh, drug use, alcohol use, and I'm not being judgmental. What I'm saying is it can lead to a lot of depression, a lot of energy oh, more energy land. so um i have a feeling that maybe something followed me or because i am an empath um right. followed me when it passed maybe an attachment something
3: i had an ex-girlfriend that was a witch yes too, and, and yeah so, mm-hmm.
2: so mm-hmm. i think it may be that now i've been told by numerous people that i was supposed to be doing something that would make a change positive not in the way that i'm going to be a movie star so I don't mean that but something with my own yeah. practice. I thought yeah. it was very arrogant but now looking at where we are in life I I think there may have been a bit of truth to that I don't know but that's some of the reasons we've been given and things we've talked about that we're not sure right yeah but there's
3: yeah. I just see like a, just a, in my own part there we can talk about this on the next time there is I think there's uh your situations and stuff like that people you come in contact with I've been uh it's really weird that like I don't think there is no such thing as coincidences, but uh, I've uh, come in contact with five different witches mm.
0: in my in my life, wow. and wow. Uh,
3: they just show up and they just start talking to me, and I, I don't even know them. Bad. Yeah,
0: wow, so, that's crazy. So that's awesome. That is though. So awesome because getting to pick their brain is even better, you know. Yeah. But I want to say thank you guys so much Thanks for coming man. on. I'm gonna schedule you guys to come on again because, like I said, there's so much more we need to dive into. Um, so I will set up a thing right when we get off here for you guys to come on the next, like, you know, a few weeks and we'll restart from where we started and we'll dive deeper. So please join, uh, please join her. And I would love to have a conversation with you deeper as well. So thank you for joining her. And I love, you know, thank you for letting me get to meet you. I really, truly appreciate that.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. We had a great time on the show. Appreciate you coming on, being a part you of it with us. My
2: show. you'll have to come on my show. I'll have you on
1: Absolutely love show. to.
2: Both yeah. all you guys, we'll have you all together. I haven't had you all together, and you're new. I've had AJ on before. I've had Jonathan on. We'll have you all together. And we can talk all things paranormal. It'll be fun. Sounds
0: awesome. good. sounds Thank good. Thank you for okay. having me. And no problem. You guys. you guys enjoy your night, and uh, you know try to get some relaxation.
2: We will for sure. Thanks.
0: All right. Take care. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. All right, my friend. So I, what did you think, man? I'm going to be honest. I love Laura She is one of the most straightforward people. I know she doesn't hide anything. She tells you how it is and it's something, whether or not you want to hear, she's going to tell you, you know, and that's what I love about her. Like she holds no punches back. And I mean, obviously if it's something like, you know, super serious that may affect the client, she's going to hold it back, you know, obviously, but when it comes to friends, she knows that I don't want her to hold nothing back and she treats me with well respect and she always has. And she's an amazing, amazing person. And I'm so happy to call her friends, man. But what did you think of like the show compared to what she was saying? And tell me.
1: Absolutely, dude. Like I agree with you there. Um, I thought it was a. I thought it was a great show. Like just having her there, side by side with us to watch this show, determine what's real, what's not, and kind of gives you a different look at everything when you go to think about like TV shows or any any paranormal thing in in the world there is. Like I, I honestly, I thought it was just great and she she definitely seems like a great person she don't hold back at all and that's one of the great things about it because you know that whatever's true whatever's not she's gonna write up and then tell you hey that didn't happen but it did happen this way or anything like that and the fact that they had to go through that i feel absolutely horrible for them and Mm -hmm. i'm hoping hoping and praying that they don't have to go through as much as they did back in the day hopefully if not any yeah, But, I mean, it's just absolutely wild, the story behind all of that, in my opinion.
0: Dude, you're 100% right, man. And, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. But you know what? Another week is coming, and we have another amazing guest. So I'm going to be releasing it soon. And we're going to reschedule Laura Lee to come back on and dive deeper. She does a lot of work. And I want to really cover the basis and dive deep into this with her because she's passionate, she's a great person, and she's on the right side of things, and that's a person I want in my life. So I'm super happy to call her a friend, a sister in this field, and I look forward to working with her further, and I look forward for you to work with us. So everyone... Check out Halfern Paranormal Podcast on all social medias, as well as every podcast listening platform now. Please follow us on there. It helps us more than you know. You can catch all the episodes on the go, and you're going to love every minute of it. So join us um, on Spotify, Apple, Apple uh, Podcasts, Amazon Music, all those things. We are here just come check us out, and uh, if you could, subscribe. Show us some love. We really, truly appreciate it. Julie, thank you so much for saying great show. I respect you, love you, and thank you so much for tuning in to uh, all this. So anything else you want to say, Dil?
1: Uh No, not really. Just It's been a great show. Looking forward to the next one. It was definitely, definitely an eye-opener, that's for sure, buddy. I uh, appreciate everybody coming out and being with us and tuning in.
0: And in the old eyes of the cartoon, Doug, I'm going to say coo coo for a nematode. If anyone gets that, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go look at Doug the cartoon. Anyway, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name's AJ Capasso. I'm one of the co-hosts of this show and the host and founder of this show is Dylan Robinson. I'm more proud of you, man, than anything. So keep up the great work.
1: Hey, man, that means world to me, brother.
0: All right, my man. I will see you soon, and thank you guys so much. <laughs>